Welcome back, guys. So this is the uh, HowToLucid.com podcast. Today, we've got a really special guest, Michael Sheridan, Ireland's favorite dream expert. He's going to be talking about dream meanings, interpretations, and uh, all of that exciting stuff. So yeah, Michael, welcome to the uh, the show. Thanks for having me, Steph. <laughs> yeah, so I, I love having uh, guests to talk about specific aspects of dreaming, not just lucid dreaming. It's really interesting uh, to, to talk about because it, it really has such a wide range of applications, you know. Uh, looking at different dreams and what they mean. So maybe just start with you just introducing yourself, uh, talking about maybe how you got into dreams and dream meanings. And uh, yeah, so it's it's kind of funny. Like I've been doing this thirty years now. This is my day job, but I really kind of got into it by accident. My sister wanted to do a dream course, and she didn't want to do it on her own. And she hounded me till I went along with her, and I went along to heckle. I uh, I thought you know. This will be fun um, because these people all take dreams seriously. And yeah. uh, I brought a dream of mine with me and uh, they analyzed it anonymously in the class. And of course, that was going to be my uh, cannon fodder for, you know, I'm going to be able to make fun because they're going to be using my dream. But it described me to a T so well that um, it was just impossible to not take it seriously after that point. I think my guard being down is really what... Um, allowed me get into it because I wasn't expecting it to have substance and yet it had so much substance like it even included their analysis even included the fact that I was born by cesarean section you know so it was like very pointed wow. and detailed wow so so uh, you would say then that specific symbols and, and things in a dream can tell you quite intricate details about your, yeah, yourself absolutely absolutely yeah. and and so that's why I liked it. So I used dream interpretation then. I, you know, because that was so good, I just threw myself into it. And I did course after course after course, course with this one guy. And I did therapies based on dreams and all that sort of stuff. And that's what I now use with my clients um, because it's so transformative. It's so helpful in our lives to show where the real issues come from. So you can look at your relationship and say, I'm having problems in my relationship. You know, everybody does from time to time. And you think it's based on something that's happening today and your dreams are saying, no, this goes way back. It comes from this particular event. And if you really want to heal it, you've got to work on this event. And so it's, it's so fantastic in that way that it really does allow you um, finally deal with an issue that, you know, has plagued you from in every relationship you've ever had, for instance. Wow. That, that, and that's super powerful, of course. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Many different things you can do with that. And what's interesting, of course, with lucid dreaming uh, is something that I don't cover. I mean, I mentioned it in my book, but, you know, almost in passing. And I don't cover it because there's, there's a point in a lucid dream where the symbolism stops. And, mm. uh, but I do encourage people to try get lucid because if you can get lucid in a dream, every dream, that you, your dreams are trying to heal you or guide you. Or they can be an expression of just what your subconscious reaction to the subject matter is. So it's going to be one of those three things. And if you can become lucid in a dream and accept the healing or the guidance, it just accelerates your potential in life so fast. Um, you know, it's a fantastic thing to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll come back to that in a second. But just let's just start at the very beginning. Why should people want to learn uh, what their dreams mean and want to interpret them. Yeah, so really, you know, <laughs> it, depending on my audience, I would answer this differently. But the full woo answer is uh, our dreams are messages from source. They're telling us 
what our life purpose is and how true we're being to our life purpose. And so if you can interpret your dreams and say, okay, I'm out of alignment this by the, doing this, then you can stop doing this and do do something else, do the thing that you you came here to do. So yes. it's kind of like your higher self uh, phoning in course corrections um, and saying, you know, these are the issues you're meant to face. So a lot of people think the obstacles in their path are the things that are blocking them from life. But most of the time, the obstacles in your path are the very things that you're meant to work on because removing the limiting beliefs that cause those obstacles is is a huge part of your life purpose. I'm actually so glad you said that because uh, for a while I've been, I guess with the lucid dreaming thing, I've been teaching mainly that the dreams, it's all in your mind, you know, it's just all in this closed system. But only in the last couple of years, I've really started to believe a lot more in the spiritual and the higher sort of energies going on. I think there's massive, you know, a, a lot of messaging comes from higher, our higher self and our spirit guides and all of this kind of stuff through our dreams. Yeah. Uh, whereas before I didn't, I didn't believe that. I thought it was just all in this enclosed system and that it was just, I don't know, uh, day residue, memory consolidation, and that was it. Uh, but yeah, I'm, so, so I'm glad you said it. Uh, can you expa- expand on that a little bit? Can you? So like, and, and I've watched some of your videos too. And uh, mm. you, you say, for instance, our dreams happen while we're in the body, which they do. And very, I, I, you rarely see people say that. So even though they're messages from source, it doesn't matter what you're doing. When we, when we sleep, sometimes our spirit leaves our body. But for a dream to happen, we're called back in. So we're in the body f- for the dream state. And we also see the subconscious response to what's going on. So it's like a dialogue. It's a message from a higher self that says, look, you came here to use this particular gift to help people in this particular way. And it's very, very pointed and saying, here's what you are. These, here's what you have. These are your skill sets. There will also be other things that you need to work on, like maybe you're not confident or you're not uh, whatever it is. And they're also in the dream too. And, and so you could, you could see your subconscious reaction in the dream saying, um, I don't want to get close to people because if, if I open up and let people get close to me, I'm going to get hurt because I was hurt when I was a child. Almost everything goes back to when you're a child. So as a yeah. child, we don't have a rational filter. We don't have a logical mind. And everything that is said to us or every situation we're in, it, it's like getting into the deepest meditation state and even deeper than that and just letting all that stuff come in past our new filters because we've no filter. And it just gets laid down in your subconscious mind as as basically your worldview. And then for the rest of your life, until you do a therapy around it, that is your worldview and our dreams. But that's deliberate, you know, because that's how source transfers to the physical plane, the issues we need to work on uh, that we already have in the spirit plane. So if I lack confidence or I feel I'm worthless, that might be part of my job here. Come here to work on that issue of feeling worthless um, and overcome it. But I have to have some triggering mechanism to make me feel worthless on the earth plane. So something happens early in our life, and that's usually done by the parents that we have. Um, and it doesn't take much of a nudge because that's already my default setting, say. So something happens that makes me feel like I'm worthless. And then I go through life with that shackle on. Yeah. And it's up to me then. I'll get lots of opportunities in life throughout life to, to come across healers or different people that can help me uh, get rid of that conditioning. Most of the time we, re- we reject that healing or we reject the advice. And our dreams 
are constantly telling us, look, this is why you're here. You're here to work on this issue. It's not the obstacle. It's not, it may be an obstacle, but it's a deliberate obstacle. And by d removing that obstacle so you can get to the gift that you can use on the other side is, you know, double the healing. One, you're going to get the healing. You're going to be free of that condition in all yeah. aspects of your being, including the physical or including the spiritual. But then you're also free to use your gift to help other people. So we bring something good with us. Everybody has at least one gift. Um, and so so everybody has a way of helping other people. Um, and so find out what yours is and use just that. Don't use other things because when you promise, uh, you know, not there's not a lot of slots here on the planet and we, we have to sign contracts before we get the, the positions here. And we say, okay, if I, you know, let me hear, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this for humanity. I'm exaggerating, of course, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then we get here and we don't do anything because we're of our fears. So uh, our dreams are always trying to remind us, here's the gift that you, you're meant to be developing and meant to be using to help other people. Um, and that's always great. Um, but if you use something else, you never had planned to use that. So it's, um, you know, it's not just that you have the gift and you randomly help people. The people you're going to help they also are expecting that help. It's all part of this whole big contract. So if you don't develop it and don't use it, then you're you're also letting down all these other people. Did I go way off script there? <laughs> no, that was so interesting. I was just speechless there. So I have actually got two questions though right. regarding that. So what the first question is, would you say that if someone has recurring dreams or some like a dream sign, most people do, but not everyone, yeah. uh, like a recurring dream sign or symbol, is that basically the most important message they should listen to is the first question typically typically it is because it means that they're not listening but it depends on how far apart the recurring dream is so a lot of people uh, have dreams uh, of resetting their o levels or a levels and yeah. each time it's different so you think about what happens and here's how you interpret symbols what happens for me when i sit my exams it's my world changes. I'm finished with one phase of my life and all these bigger opportunities open up for me based on how I do. So assuming you do well, then yeah. uh, everything's going to open up for me. But the other thing is the government won't let you sit those exams until you're ready, until they deem you're ready. So in a dream state, it means your higher self is saying you are ready to move on to the next phase. Uh, so once your higher self says you're ready, then you're definitely ready. It doesn't matter whether you're afraid or not. And so people... Um, the typical things that people fail in exams are maths, for instance, which is all about expanding your mind uh, or history, which is like, you know, things in the past are still affecting me. And, you know, there's other things too, but they, the history and the maths will be the two common, big common ones. But it's a really encouraging dream because you can only have that dream when something new is on the horizon and you feel you're not ready because usually in these exams, we're afraid we're going to fail. We, we're afraid we haven't. Uh, we haven't studied because it's kind of like a surprise test. So each time you have that one, even though it recurs, it can be about something completely different. So you look at what was going on in my life around the time of this uh, dream, because that's what it's about. And whatever it is new that you're thinking of doing, it's a massive endorsement from your higher self to say, go ahead and do that because this is going to expand you. And so just to, just to clarify, are you talking specifically about the dream of sitting your O-levels or would you yeah, say that? As, if okay. that's a recurring one, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so would you say that in any other dream is basically your higher self saying you are ready for this message? Uh, well, well, yeah, or? you may not be ready for the message, you know, um, <laughs> but it's 
the thing when you interpret a dream though it it resonates with the dreamer because it's a core message yeah. that's come to them and so when you get the interpretation right um it really makes sense and they, they fully get it they know okay it's definitely about this um and, but it, dreams cover every aspect of your life but and and they do use you you alluded to this they do use what's going on in your life today as uh, kind of like the backdrop um yeah but it, it's other symbols that are placed in on top of that backdrop are the most important thing so the the real gold is usually below the surface it doesn't have to be but it usually is below the surface so if you uh, work in a mail room and you keep your dreams are all based in that mail room well mail rooms and dreams would typically be about being able to receive messages from spirit or channel yeah. but in your case it's not going to be because that's where you work so we have to ignore that so you need to know little things about about the dreamer but it's still going to be a message so what is different in the dream so this it's not going to be just you working in the mailroom something different is going to be there it's like people dismiss um nightmares if they've watched a horror movie but you can ask them you know well what did you watch if you watch frankenstein and dreamt of dracula it's the difference that's important and dracula will mean something in yeah. particular yeah that's so interesting Oh, I have so many questions. Okay, <laughs> going back to the the first one. So you said about how recurring dreams is like, you would say like the most one of the most important messages for you to hear from your higher self. Yeah, so, important enough for your higher self to keep repeating it. Yeah. Okay. But then, so what would you say about people who they don't have recurring dreams? They just have like lots of ra seemingly random dreams that are unconnected. Yeah. Well, they're always connected, and usually the dreams that you have in the same night uh, have a thread through them. And yeah. so, even though the symbolism is different the meaning of the dream is usually the same. Uh, so it's quite good if somebody sends me a batch of dreams and I get two or three from the same night, if I've difficulty working on a part of one of the dreams, I can look at the other two and, uh, and say, okay, these are about this and it helps me with the first one. So dreams will always focus on whatever is the most important aspect uh, at the present time. And so over the course of your night, that's not going to usually change. Uh, so each dream in a night is going to be about the same core subject, typically. Ah, okay. But what about, so So dreams in the same night are usually about the same message. Yes. But what about dreams, for example, tomorrow, like every day? Does the message change each day or can it be? It typically does. And like, even though I say yeah. dreams every night are going to be about the same thing, you could have two things going on and they're showing up in interleaving dreams or whatever. But when you look at a dream, when a dreams like they do eventually work, you know, they in the dream state, you know what the dream means. That's why we react the way we react, you know. Uh, yeah. So it's like you could be talking to an elephant in a dream and have no problem with that. But somebody wants to break a wall down and you're, you're not happy that they want to break this wall or open a door because you know that taking the wall down is about you taking down a defensive barrier that you have up to protect yourself, to keep people at a distance. You're not worried right. about anything else in the dream, but we know what it means in the dream. Um, I've kind of stepped away from, <laughs> from your question, but when we accept a piece of the message, then it's like the needle moves and we get more, either a further qualification about what that message was, or we get the same message repeated. So if we accept it, we get more detail. If we don't accept it, then we're still at the, you know, where your dreams are saying, hey, uh, Steph, you're a channel. You realize you're a channel. You're meant to be channeling for people. And each night you're like, uh, I don't really think so. I don't think so. Because do you remember that previous lifetime when I was hanged for channeling? And, <laughs> and so that'll be in a dream. You know, all that would be in the dream. But if, 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 
if you don't take, take the message that's going to be in your next dreams, when they decide channeling is the important thing for you to be talking about again. But if you right. do accept the message, then the dream will switch to say, and you're meant to be working with couples. You're, you know, that's the type of, you're meant oh. to be channeling and helping couples deal with relationship issues. And so they change as you, as you work on the message and accept the message. And that's one of the reasons dreams are so transformative when you're working with people is uh, when somebody embraces things, the dreams instantly change. There's no, they don't repeat a message that you've already got, uh, that you've accepted to heart. And so you get uh, further refinements in very quick succession. So over just a few weeks, you can move your life mountains uh, in terms of your belief system. So if, ah, that's interesting. So if someone was having like a recurring dream and then when they understand and interpret it, you're saying it would basically, it would stop happening and they'd get like a Completely. new message. Or this. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It always does. And so, sorry, go on. <laughs> it, it always does. And it's one of the things, you know, if people who have nightmares that show up every so often and it, mm. it, they dread it and they're like, some people are at the point where they're afraid to go to sleep because they keep having this one particular dream that really bothers them. And so when you interpret that dream, that's it, it's over. There's, because there's no need for them to have that message again. It's already uh, accepted. And so it's it's really, really practical that way. So when you interpret it, your subconscious basically, or, or your higher self or both, basically know, okay, he's, he or she has interpreted and understood the lesson. Let's move on. Yeah, well, they have to move on too. So you, the dreamer has to move on as well. So if, if I say, okay, it's about this, and you go, well, yeah, well, okay, that did happen. And <clears throat> I'm not going to, I'm not going to change anything. Then maybe the dream, that nightmare dream will stop, but other dreams will come along and still say the same message. Look, you still need to move. You still need to open up. Like being open, mm -hmm. being emotionally open is one of the biggest obstacles people have. 51% of people in the West die of heart related illness because their heart is closed. Now, nobody's going to ever think their heart is closed because they're like, yeah, I still feel pain. I still feel love. I st but an open heart in a, in, from your higher self's perspective is about being open to the point where you can feel the connection with the divine and have uh, a, a two-way flow of energy. So it's not just this, I keep people at a distance and I only allow people get close to me if I know they're not going to hurt me. And, right. uh, but that's always because there's some pain in the past, some pain in childhood, usually under the age two and a half. And so the dreams are trying to say, the reason you stay closed off is because of this pain. Work on the issue around that pain. Work on the parent that comes from and when you do, then your your dreams completely change. And so does your life. You know, it's not just your dreams change, but your life changes. Yeah, absolutely. Would you say every dream has a message? Yes. You would? Yeah. What about but, when... But I also agree with you. Uh, you can do the techniques uh, you talk about to become lucid in, in a dream. And you can also, you can kind of seed a dream. So your dreams are going to give you... Um, whatever's most important. But if you, if you do a kind of a meditation or a, a repeated request to dream the solution to a particular problem, you will eventually get that dream as well. Okay. So most of my audience, as I said, is they don't really know about dream meanings, I would say. They're yeah. more interested in lucid dreaming, and, or at least that's what they mainly do and practice. Yeah. So for people who have no idea, complete beginners, how can somebody interpret or understand a dream meaning? From the in absolute basic terms okay so this is one of the problems that there are so many websites out there and there's so many books written about dreams and they're not all good and so you have to realize that you know um so you have to get a source that works um 
I my my dictionary is freely available on my website. Um and you could start there. I'm not saying believe me, but look at what I say the symbolism means. And every symbol I have in my dictionary is from a dream that I worked with a client on. So they're all real dreams. They're not just where I go, oh, an ostrich means this because of whatever. It, they're all real dreams and they're all real symbols. So use that and see for you, does it, does it match up with what's going on in your life? And it will match up. But there are rules to interpretation. And the most important one is that everything in a dream is you. So dreams are creations, a creation of your mind. You often see people um, telling a friend. It's amazing how many dreams I've heard in elevators where somebody is telling their friend, oh, I dreamt about you last night. And then they proceed to tell the whole dream. Well, first of all, your friend's bored out of their school. They don't want to hear your dream. But <laughs> everything in your dream is represents an aspect of you. So friends, enemies, uh, whoever they are, they all represent uh, an ideal, a hope, a fear, a goal. They all represent something about you. Uh, and you pick them for that reason. So if you dream, for instance, of um, Barack Obama uh, and you really like Barack Obama, then it means you have a spiritual leadership ability. And spiritual leadership is not the same as political leadership. Um, but it means you have that. If you don't like Barack Obama, it means you. It still means you have the gift, but you don't like that gift. And so, so that's how it works. Um, and then there's a lot more behind that. Once you know the subject matter of a dream, Everything in the dream is a comment on that subject matter. And so one of the tricks I tell people to do initially is uh, figure out the subject matter. Not always easy, but an easy one is relationships. If your partner is in the dream, it's always about your relationship. So okay. you would make the sentence then. You would look at, um, say, uh, if, if there's ice in the dream or, or snow in the dream and your partner's there, you would say, when it comes to my relationship, I am and you fit in all the symbols into this sentence. So you see ice, and it just means cold. So when it comes to my relationship, I am cold, which is emotionally cold. You know, we we have the right. expression, we freeze somebody out, etc. So you, you interpret every single symbol, relating it back to the to the subject matter. If you can't figure out the subject matter, then relate it back to your life. But it's still always about you. And so if you dream of somebody who's very confident, the dream is trying to get you to be confident and saying, look, be like Jason or be like whoever it is. If you dream of somebody who's super, super shy, then it's saying, this is the way you are. This is what you need to overcome. Um, that's another important thing. Dreams show you either how you are or how you need to be. Um, they never show you a positive and say, this is the way you already are. Uh, it doesn't work that way. There's no point in that message, you know. Ah, okay. So just quickly, you said about uh, the subject matter and then relating the symbols to that subject or your, yeah. to, your, to a comment on the subject matter. Yeah. Is there any easy way of determining what the subject matter is? Because most people dream about a huge ranges of dream symbols and people might be there, animals. And how would you yeah. determine what's the important? The location is usually the, the easiest way. So what happens in the location? So if you dream of bathrooms, which is a really common dream, uh, bathrooms are about elimination. If there's a physical problem in the bathroom in the dream, it's about your physical elimination. It's about your body. If there isn't, it's about psychological elimination of something. So if the dream's about your relationship and then there's a bathroom, the dream is asking you to let go of something that you're holding on to in the relationship that, that is holding you back. Uh, and usually, like, that's enough that you go, oh, yeah, I know what it is. I know exactly what it is, you know. So we've all been through bad relationships. And a lot of the time, people hold back and will say, I, I'm not going to get into this. I'm not going to commit into this relationship until I, I get the full measure of my partner or, or until I see them committing. 
And of course, if both people are doing that, then that's that's a doomed relationship from the start. So your dreams will always encourage you to overcome whatever limitation there was from a past relationship and just give this relationship everything that you have because that's how you're going to get the most out of it. I don't know why I keep talking about relationships. But um, <laughs> if you dream, uh, you know, if you dream, like I, I mentioned, the mailroom, that's about that's where messages are sent and sorted out and then delivered to the recipient. So that is a perfect symbol for channeling. Uh, but there's many other symbols like a postman, uh, the Internet, anything to do with communication, a, a telephone. Uh, that would also be about channeling. So it's pretty easy to to look at generally the location and what happens in the location to say, OK, um, the this, this subject matter is likely going to be this. OK, would you say there are any specific dream signs, scenes, symbols or situations that are like, more important than others or like more unusual or rare things to watch out for or not ignore? Um, yeah, that, so you can see a death wish in a dream is the worst thing to see. It's, it's the one thing I hate seeing. Um, and that would be references to, to say, live or uh, brown bread is, a, is, a, is another one that symbolizes death in a dream. And it's interesting. Oh, wow. uh, it's the hippie slang for dead, right? So when you see it in a dream and somebody, if you're buttering brown bread, it's saying, hey, you need to give up butter because you have an intolerance to that and it's really affecting your body. And what's interesting too, is if you take bread, meaning death in a dream, that's even in the Bible, you know, that Joseph interprets a dream where a baker has bread on his head and he says, you're going to lose your head. You know, so it's oh. um, for any of the Bible readers out there, but it's, it, that's the, they're the ones I, I dislike the most. But again, if I say to somebody, if I say to a client, look, you, you're giving up on life. They already know that. Um, and for a lot of people, uh, it's very encouraging just for them to know that the universe or source or whoever they, they perceive uh, is seeing them, does hear them, does understand their pain. Uh, and then they were like, okay, what do I need to do? Because if, if you know a dream is really pointing out this, this terrible place that you're in, you're yeah. also going to say, what is it telling me to do about it? And I believe that that's going to help me because it has so accurately said what uh, I need to do. Sorry, I didn't mean to take it in a morbid direction there, but that's how practical dreams are. Like they, they will show you what's going to take you off the planet, but they'll show you that years and years in advance. That's one of the really good things in dreams. They do show health issues, but they show them so far in advance that you have years and years uh, to do something about it. Like there's no such thing, as far as dreams are concerned, there's no such thing as a sudden heart attack. You've been warned for probably 20 years that you're going to have that. And it, the symbols are very, very easy to see. Well, and so, hence the transformative uh, yeah. ability of dreams because you can get these messages. And you know it's worked when you work on the issue, the symbol that those dreams stop. And that's how you know that you've successfully dealt with an issue. Right. So, so in theory then, recurring dreams are basically a sign to to listen up and take action on the dream absolutely and if you've already figured out what this recurring dream means once and it happens two or three years later you have a head start if dreams did reuse uh, a lot of the old material we'd be we'd find it a lot easier to interpret them uh, yeah but it's but it's not too common so why would you say some dreams are more common than others i'm going to give an example of things like teeth falling out you falling being chased uh, maybe a dog chasing, whatever, things like yeah. that. 
So being chased, anything behind you in a dream is, is about your past and anything in front of you is the future. So it's like what's up ahead on my path is, uh, is your future. Um, and so being chased says there's something in my past that I'm trying to get away from but I really need to deal with. It's going to catch up with me at some point. So I need to deal with it. And of course, all our issues are from the past, you know, so it's going to be a common dream. Um, teeth falling out. Animals carry their young around with their teeth. So teeth uh, can represent uh, child rearing ability. And almost everybody at some point wonders if they're doing a good job at raising their kids or they're thinking about, should I even have a kid? Would I make a good dad? Would I make a good mom? And so it's a, it's going to be a common dream. The other thing teeth can be about is taking a bite at life. Uh, and so in these dreams, usually the teeth are falling out and we're looking at them in a mirror. If it's in a mirror, it's about your reproductive system. And it is definitely then about child rearing because a mirror is a, so usually this is what happens is we, the teeth are falling out and somebody goes to a mirror in the bathroom to look at them and look at their face. And a mirror is a reproductive yeah. device. It reproduces an image of you. So it's about your reproduction. Wow, I had no idea. Because <laughs> that's a really common dream, I think. Especially, it is, yeah, yeah. So there's 10 dreams, 10 common dreams that over 60% of us will have in our lifetime, which is quite surprising, you know, that um, there's such a small subset of dreams that almost every <laughs> one of us is going to have. Uh, and so you have a head start. Uh, if you look at those and figure out what they're about, then, um, you know, you're going to remember times when you had those. Yeah. So just very, very briefly, do you have any specific um, dream recall or journal advice or things you would say about that? Uh, well, what I would say is what you record is important. Record as much detail as possible. If you have a friend or somebody in the dream, record what it is about that friend. What do you think about them? Um, like, are they super confident, for instance, or are they fearless? Are they just like if they have something they're going to do, are they just going to do it? Nothing's going to stop them. Um, record colors. That's something that a lot of people uh, skip and interestingly like we can override an, our association with any symbol so if I've been to Paris and I was mugged then Paris is going to be about that to me it's going to be about the fear of being mugged and, and you know but if, if that isn't the case it's going to be it's going to be something different it's going to be the the archetypal or universal uh, meaning um, so right you know look with colors yeah that's what it was colors you can't change their meaning they they mean what they mean in the aura. Uh, so like black and orange is always going to be about career because orange is your is about ambition and drive, and black is about fear. And career is usually a fear based thing. And people can argue about it, and they're saying no, it's not. Well, then quit your job. Just tell them quit your job, and there'll <laughs> be a million reasons why they can't quit their job. I don't have the money. I need to put bread on the table. And blah 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 blah. Career yeah. is a fear based thing. So colors are really good. And if somebody gives me a color, I will always go to the color first because that will tell you what the dream is about straight away because people can't change their association. Um, so yeah, colors. And if somebody has a title in a dream, they're infallible. So guides can show up in our dreams. Guides are the, uh, are people sometimes call them guardian angels and so on. But you know, there are spirit beings that we have tasked with helping us achieve our life purpose. And so they're going to trip us up when we need to be tripped up and they're going to open doors for us when they need to be opened. And so if they show up in a dream and we can tell them from other characters uh, because they usually have a title. So it'll be the postman or it'll be the bus driver or somebody who has a title. And whatever they say in a dream is infallible. Uh, so go by their advice. They ne they're never wrong. Um, and then other people, if they're not a guide, then you can take what you will about whatever they say in a dream. Um, so how do you tell a guide? Um, 
whether they have a title, whether they speak with authority, quite often they give you a gift because they want to remind you that you're here to use your gifts and they're telling you, look, you have a gift, you have a gift, here you go, look, I just gave you one, you have a gift. And, and most people, especially in the West, although it's improved enormously now, uh, we, we ignore our gifts. You know, we, we don't do anything with them. There's very few people who do like you're doing and just go all in on a subject and say, this is going to be explored and you're going to understand everything about it by watching my channel. You know, most people are just like, no, I'm just going to be an accountant or I'm going to, and not that I'm knocking that, but there's always something that we can do. Some gifts that we have, um, we wouldn't consider as gifts, you know, like the ability to write or be a singer or so on. Um, so I'll, I've definitely <laughs> gone off the track of the question, but record as much detail as possible, because even if you can't figure it out, you can look back yeah. at your dreams and say, okay, I have slow moving animals in my dreams but I noticed they're getting faster. I was dreaming of a turtle or a tortoise, and now I'm dreaming of a, another animal that moves quicker and so on. So you, if you eventually figure it out, uh, you can see, okay, is the is the problem getting worse or is it getting better? Um, right. Just from looking at it. Awesome. So just going in a slightly different direction now, can you comment on maybe the spiritual aspect of dreams? So yeah, it, that's my favorite aspect. Um, yeah. And Again, like I said, depending on the audience, I would quite often just drop it completely. So we have uh, a specific reason for being here, a specific purpose. And our dreams always remind us of what that is uh, and what our gifts are. And, you know, it's it's fantastic to to look at it and say, OK, it, to know you have the gift, but then are a gift. But then most people are afraid of using it um, and they would want to they want to swap it out. And you can see that in dreams too. So you have to watch it. If you see a, a dream that has a sports car or um, something like that in it, which would be the thing about a sports car is it has, as it's really powerful. Uh, it can channel a lot of power and it symbolizes you have the ability to channel power, uh, energy through your body and into your client. So it symbolizes a spiritual healer. Uh, but just because you see that in your dream, doesn't mean you necessarily have that gift. It could be something you want to do. Um, what I always find funny is when you identify the gifts and dreams, usually the person doesn't want the one they have. Not usually, but in a lot of cases, they don't. They want something else. Uh, and yet you find people who, who have that something else and they want something else because people are always like, well, this gift isn't going to work for me. You know, I'm not going to be able to make a living from doing this and so on and so on. So they have all sorts of reasons. Yeah. We always have all sorts of reasons why it's not going to work, but it's the one we're meant to use. Uh, we have... Um, a karmic obligation to develop the gifts that we said we would use and the people that we're going to help in our lives um, they're expecting us and need us to develop that because we're going to help them at some point and uh, and through that help we've repaid whatever debt we owed to them so if we don't repay the debt when we move on this time around and review our life and we get to review everything uh, we will see oh my god I, I didn't do this and I still have all these people that I, I owe a debt to and I, I said I was going to help. So our dreams always encourage us to stick to our plan and use our gifts. Quite often those dreams involve you signing something. And usually in those dreams, you're trying to sign your name, um, but you're not signing it right. Uh, and, and you're not understanding how do I keep writing my name wrong. But um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I've glossed over it really. Um just because of that subject area. Is there a specific area in the, the spiritual aspect that you're uh, thinking about? 
Yeah, just specifically purpose, because I think a lot of people, as you say, they struggle to find that, or they, they maybe have some idea, but they're just too scared to follow their heart and, and trust their intuition. So I think if people could understand that and use their dream meanings to understand what their purpose is, or even so they just know what it is, yeah. then they would probably, I think, have more courage and, and motivation to follow it if they knew what it was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So there's two things. One is there's got to be an issue you need to overcome. No matter who you are, there's always going to be something you need to overcome. So seeing yeah. that issue um, is is a big part of you becoming who you need to become. Um, but you can still work your gifts. You can still use the gifts, even if you don't overcome them. So your dreams are going to show you uh, whether you're a channel, whether you're a counselor, uh, whether you're a spiritual leader. And again, these things are, they show you what you need. For instance, counselors, they make a massive sacrifice at the start of their life. It's not, it's not the degree that makes you a good counselor. The qualification hanging on the wall is, is useless, really. It's, it's um, um, you come into life, you deliberately give yourself a poor bond at the start of life. This is for counseling. And that poor bond, poor bond with mom and, and therefore a poor bond with the earth plane means that you don't fully come into your body and you're looking at life from the outside. You're always looking at life from the outside. You, you feel like you don't connect with people. You don't really, you know, that, that connection's missing, but you see things about life because you can act like a chameleon. You can blend in. You've no problem doing that. And so nobody else knows that you have that disconnected feeling that you feel alone, even in a crowd. But that trains you all the way from, from right at the start of life all the way up through to look at life from the outside. So when somebody comes to you with a problem, uh, you already know what their issues are. You see them differently. You see why two people don't get on. Uh, it's just so obvious to you, even though it's not obvious to other people. And so that massive sacrifice uh, is always present for counselors. Um, and then the dreams will say, here's what you need to do to heal it. What I meant to get into there was the poor bond with the earth plane is, is a heart thing. It's, it's, you know, you have your heart closed off and you have this defensive wall and you stay back. Your dreams will encourage you to fix that and then open your heart because counseling requires an open and compassionate, non-judgmental heart. And very few people have that. And I often compare an open heart to being like riding a bike. You know what it feels like to ride a bike when you can ride a bike. And you only know what an open heart is like when you have an open heart, when you've done the work to get an open heart. And you, despite all your clamoring and claiming, you won't know what it feels like till you get to that point. Um, mm. So counselors and spiritual leaders, they are always encouraged to have that open and non-judgmental heart. Like nobody is beyond redemption as far as the spirit world is concerned. So you should never judge. And one of the things I often say to people that trick them is I, I ask, do you believe that God or Jesus or whoever you believe in could uh, forgive uh, you for anything you've ever done? And people always say yes. And the answer is God will never forgive you for anything you've ever done because God has never judged you for anything you've ever done. And that's the difference. If I don't judge, I don't need to forgive. If I just accept people as they are, that's the position I need to be starting from to use two particular gifts. And so your dreams yeah. give you all the detail about the gift and the state you need to be in and, and the work you need to do on yourself to overcome the things that would be limitations for you being in the right space to use that particular gift. When it comes to channeling, for instance, just moving to something completely different, your dreams will show you what type of channel you are because there's, there's lots of different types of channels and they all uh, are indicated by different things in dreams. So there's nine very obvious ones. But if your method is uh, to get feelings about things, 
there's no point you taking a clairvoyance class, which is about receiving images. You know, it's like you're standing at the mailbox waiting for something, but the person who's going to contact you always phones the landline. Well, the landline's in the house. There's no point you being at the mailbox. So one of the good things about the dreams is they will show you how the gift works for you and what yeah. you need to do then to use it. So it really, they really put you in touch with it. And what's also interesting too, most people use their gift already. And so it doesn't stand out to them enormously because they think everybody's like this. Everybody gets this. And it's not, of course, it's not true. Um, so it's really interesting when you say to somebody, hey, you're a channel and they're like, oh, I don't want to talk to spirits. And you say, well, here's how it works for you. You know, it's not always the Hollywood style where a spirit uses your body. Uh, that's very not common. Um, but if it was common for you, you would love it. You know, it, it, whatever it is, it's going to be something you ultimately you will love. Um, but uh, when you know what it is, you'll be able to, you can say to people, this is exactly how it works for you. And it works in this environment. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that has happened. That does happen. And, and that's always been useful to me. Um, and so it's, it's really good that way. Does that answer your question the way you wanted? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think it's been, uh, you've given people enough of a, a sort of foundation to interpret their own dreams and to uh, start to understand them better. Yeah. And I, in my free dictionary, I have lots and lots of uh, symbols that indicate gifts, um, you know, all the different spiritual gifts. So I mean, not all, it's kind of unlimited, but it, <laughs> there's a lot in there, you know, all the big ones, uh, writing, spiritual leadership, counseling. Um, there's even other ones where like hands-on healing. Do you have a special hands-on healing you see in some Latin American countries where you, you put your hands inside somebody's body? Um, I've never seen anybody do that. I've seen it on TV, um, but uh, I've seen it show up in people's dreams and their healing, their physical healing ability always far surpasses other people's, even if they don't mm. put their hands inside somebody's body. It's, it's just very intriguing. But there, there are a whole host of things. And like I said, an ability to work with kids, an ability to teach, an ability, you know, there lots of abilities exist that we don't consider spiritual, but the spirit world does. Yeah. And I guess they know better than us what would be important and needed. Well, they know what our life purpose is, what we're here to do. And yeah. uh, there's also like there's many outs on our path. So we say, OK, I'm going to get here. I'm going to I'm going to work on this. And as long as I have potential for improving myself or helping other people, um, I'm going to stay on the planet. Your your dreams also your higher self also wants you to stay healthy so you can do the work you're here to do. So your dreams will like they don't want you to your higher self doesn't want you to be poor doesn't want you to be scraping the food on the table. So all these things are also answered in your dream because they're all necessary components for you to do what you're here to work on. So everything is in there. That ultimately your dreams want you to be healthy, happy, and successful, and they're all encouraging you uh, to take the steps that allow you get to that space. And then just yeah. turning it back onto lucid dreams. If you know what you're here to do and you become lucid, then you can just embrace that message in that dream. And that will stop them quicker than anything. That'll stop those dreams quicker than you interpreting it and figuring it out. Because in the dream state, you have said, so basically while you're on the phone to your higher self, you have said, I accept the message. I accept the task, you know, mission impossible. I am going to yeah. do this. And so uh, you know, quite often in those states, uh, in, in the lucid state, you will, it'll switch into dialogue. And people often ask, why don't our dreams just come in plain English if they're so important? <laughs> and the, the answer is obvious. Like everybody on every part of the planet dreams. We dream while in the womb 
And we dream for years before we can use the spoken language that we, we consider our first language. But our first language is dreams. And so it, we shouldn't be asking, why don't dreams turn around and use what I learned four years later? Um, yeah. you know, it's just that we don't put the effort in. Like, how, mu- how many years did it take you to get good at using the language that you use? How much effort did your parents and teachers and so on put into you learning this language? And we pay no attention to our dreams, zero effort and say, well, that's useless. It should make more sense than that. If you put yeah. in a little bit of effort to learn in the language, you can get tons out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So just going back to quickly, you mentioned the dream dictionary. Where can people uh, find that? What's the best place to go? So dream-analysis.com, my website there, uh, almost on every page of it, there's an option for downloading the free dictionary. And if you you do download the dictionary, uh, I'll also send out emails that include like the 10 most common dreams uh, and things like that. Interesting tidbits about dreams. Excellent. So, yeah, I think um, that's a really good note to end on, actually. I think that's really an interesting thing for people to think about. Uh, But do you have any other sort of advice or messages uh, you'd like to give to people? (laughs) Well, (laughs) if everybody, what I always find interesting, uh, your dreams encourage you to be kind of selfish. They say, follow your path. Don't follow other people's paths. Nobody becomes great from doing what other people tell them to do. You You become great by listening to your own inner wisdom, your own dreams, your own call to action. What is your call to action? Figure it out from your dreams. Follow that. And the world's going to be a much more peaceful place um, than, than ever because your dreams will not encourage you to go to war with another country. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, well, yeah. So where's the best place for people to, uh, for, is it dream-analysis.com? Yeah, dream-analysis.com. Um, even uh, past archives of my radio show are on there as well. Uh, yeah. and uh, hopefully I'm going to have you on a, uh, as a guest uh, pretty soon and yes. um, yeah so everything it's it's the starting point for everything about me excellent well Michael thank you so much for coming on today it's been a pleasure to talk to you and uh, hopefully have you on again